0: Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Halen McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life. Through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Out to- <laughs> We've got so many voices on here today. This is- a very special episode uh for multiple podcasts. Um, so both um any way you want it, as well as the Desire on Fire podcast. Um, so I am here. This is Kaylin, for those of you who are listening on Desire on Fire. And I'm here with my two very good friends, um, Amy Batuski
1: and Ellie Shepley. Hello. 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 And for all of our listeners, this is Amy. And for all of our listeners, we are joined by our friend Kaylin and her last name is McDuff. So, you know, who we're talking to Kaylin McDuff, if you don't know her, you should, and you're going to know her in this conversation, Yes. (laughs) so happy to have you on our podcast, Kaylin, and to be on yours today.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, just an absolute, absolute delight. Um, and (laughs) we're going to, this, this, um, show today, I think is a co-arising desire between all three of us. And we didn't really know it until like literally today, <laughs> um, you know, like I'm just so present to even like the conversation we're going to have today really is about desire and just surrendering the form and the timing and what all these expectations that we have about how it should show up. And truly we like lived and breathed that even just coming um, and creating this conversation station today. So Amy and Ellie had been having a conversation about desire and just some, some recent um, sort of experiences that they've been having in surrendering into desire. And then I've been having this desire to just have like sisterhood chats on my show. I'm like, I love having external guests. And I'm like, if all I did was just record conversations with my closest friends, that would be incredible. And so that I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I think I'm going to start doing that. And this is sort of the beginning, um, of that. Um, let me see if there's, is there anything else that you all want to add in just by way of sort of setting the foundation?
2: Yeah, this is Ellie. And, um, yeah, you know, it's, I think this is a timely conversation because it's the beginning of the year. And I know that's when a lot of people are really thinking about what they want and what they maybe didn't get in the previous year and what they want to create and manifest and all the things. And I, you know, we all teach about desire and creating a life led by your deepest desires. And I think that a lot of times what we don't often talk about is how desire can come with suffering You know, when we get attached and we really want things and when things come easily, that's wonderful, but a lot of times they don't, right. We, the the, kind of the whole point of desire is that we, we become the women that we were meant to be in the pursuit of our greatest desires, right. We get worked Mm -hmm. by them. We get challenged by them. We get molded and shaped by them. And, um, And so hopefully what we're going to share with you today is, you know, our own real life examples, because this is the thing about social media is it can just look like we all have what we want and it's easy and life is so great and it is in so many ways. And we get worked every day around our (laughs) desires and we don't often, you know, that's hard to share an Instagram post or in our stories, you know, so Mm -hmm. we wanted to get real about different kind of stories in our own lives and desires that that we've had just just recent ones <laughs> we could we could talk about this all day yeah but just recent desires that we've had and and how we've moved through it because there are so many pitfalls <laughs> to desire that i fall in all the time you know i get attached i get I get, um, I go into fantasy. I get, I yearn, you know, there's so many ways that it can show up that our desires can really torture us. So we wanted to share, you know, what does it look like in our own lives? How do we move through this path of real, you know, uh, discovering what we want and then living in the space between wanting and having that's really the whole journey right there it's like what does that look like between wanting and having so we wanted to give you some tools and perspectives and stories and ways that you can take this into 2022 and maybe relate to your desires in a different way and um have less suffering honestly because you you can suffer around your desires you can be tortured or you can be in partnership with ultimately the universe you know and and something greater which is kind of going to be the moral of our story here um, but I won't get mm. ahead of myself <laughs> so yeah take it away Aim. Let, let's hear about this recent desire journey you went on just last <laughs> week
1: <laughs> <laughs> as close to real time as possible um Yeah. Well, I woke up one morning, two weeks ago and, uh, like right before Christmas. And I was just like, I want to go on a road trip. I want to go on a trip. And it felt like a road trip. Like I wanted to be like on an open road and going somewhere kind of far, but not too far somewhere driving distance. And, um, just, and I wanted to be in like cuddly, cozy energy and like with men or with a man. That was the energy that was, that was like the clear kind of message that came through. And I was like, I don't really know who I would go with. Like, I'm not dating anyone right now. And, um, and I, I messaged one of my dear guy friends, one of my male friends here in LA. And I was like, would you want to go on a road trip with me? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. So he was a yes. But then through the process of this, like, you know, we started looking at places and Airbnbs and looking up different kind of destinations and trying to find, as we would call like the spot, the spot of most resonance and most sensation, like what was the thing that would have us feel most alive and turned on and it would feel most aligned. And we just couldn't find that spot. Like we were thinking about Sedona and Palm Springs and like Tahoe and Lake Arrowhead and would look for Airbnbs. And it was just like, we weren't turned on about any of the Airbnbs. We weren't finding the thing. And I was just, and I was getting kind of annoyed with him because he wasn't really caring. <laughs> he was just like, whatever. He's at one point, he's like, I'm over it. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was Classic. Like, right. And I was well, like, it's like the universe reflecting back your own relationship to your desire. Right. Yes. <laughs> Totally. And like where I, you know, I wasn't really clear. Like I knew, I knew the feeling that I wanted, but I wasn't really clear. I wasn't super specific yet about what it was going to look like or how I was going to get there. So I kept just taking one step forward. And the next thing I did to get creative, I shared with my housemates, and my housemate said, Why don't you put it on Instagram and just ask? You know, I I said, what if there are people's houses who are away for the holidays that might want to host me or host us if he ends up coming with me? And she's like, yeah, put it on Instagram. So I put it on Instagram. A couple people offered me houses. I wasn't really interested in those locations. And, you know, I was kind of getting defeated. And so when I I have a desire and when I notice that I'm feeling sort of defeated or annoyed or I want to give up, I in my meditations, I hand it over to God, to the universe, Mm. to spirit. Um, And so what I started doing each day after that was just being quiet with myself and saying, God, goddess universe, I am handing this over to you. I trust you. I trust your plan, your vision. I know you can see things I can't see. So I'm handing this trip over to you. I know I want a trip, I know I do want a trip that feels clear and I'm just going to hand the rest over to you. And so each day I did that and each day I like, you know, was, was continuing to try to find the spot, the resonant, the resonant thing. And so then I woke up the next morning uh, at a certain point and I was like, oh my God, I want to go to San Francisco. And so I reached out to a friend. I have uh, like a family that I'm close with in San Francisco. And I was like, could I stay at your house or stay with you? And they were like, you know, I messaged one of the, the daughter of the family and she's like, oh my God, my mom had said to me like, when she saw your Instagram, oh my God, we should offer our house to Amy. So it felt like, oh my God, this is it, right? It's resonant, it's alignment, there's synchronicity, right? They had already thought of me, they had already wanted to offer their house to me. Turns out the uh, the family was gonna be in Hawaii, but they wanted to offer it up to me. So it felt like it was coming into place and I was reaching out to friends, making plans, like it was all feeling really good. And I was like, great, I made it. And I knew, and one thing I want to say about this is I knew that this was closer to the spot. Like this was the more resonant thing because I was excited about this trip. Did I just break up? Because I I I was excited about this trip, regardless of if, my friend came with me. If my guy friend came with me. So I knew I was like more like, this was more the thing. I was like, it wasn't dependent on him. It wasn't dependent on any specific person. Okay. I'm actually excited about this trip now. So it was decided. All right. It was decided it's Monday. I'm planning to go Tuesday. And I get a text from our friend, Sherry. And she's like, I know this is crazy. And it's last minute. But I want to invite you and your housemate Janira to come to Minnesota on Wednesday for this for this um, men's circle that her husband hosts on Thursdays, and she's like, I really want you to experience these men. They're amazing. They're like salt of the earth men. They're powerful. I want you to experience their masculinity. I think you're gonna love it. Like I just feel really called to invite you. And you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like okay on the one hand I was like wow that sounds amazing right and on the other hand I was like no I already made a plan I finally made a plan like I finally got to the thought the thing I thought was the resonant thing the plan and now I was like this is ruining it <laughs> cuz now it's coming oh, yeah. in to to like sabotage right because this is what happens with desire is then we get attached Right? So I was like, oh, I I want this trip, I want this thing. Oh, I found found it, it's resonant, it's aligned, there's synchronicity, yes. And then attachment. So I now had a vision and a picture of what my trip was gonna look like and where I was gonna go and who I was gonna see that then I became attached to it. Because I noticed as soon as I got this juicy, beautiful, heartfelt invitation, I was kind of like annoyed by it almost. You're because like, I'm, is- a,
0: I'm a victim to how amazing my desire is. Exactly. <laughs> right. And when we
1: so do that. It's like, oh my God. Now the universe that I've been asking for support from, you know, God is providing right. this and I'm like victim to it. Yeah. So totally. That is so funny. But it's what like- was the, what was but really funny is so inconvenient. So inconvenient. <laughs> and my, oh my housemate gosh. Janira, I turned to her and she is so, so turned on about it, she's oh, like, yeah, "I am, a hen, hell yes. I'm sure." Can you, right? I mean, of course, I'm she's like, sure. uh, "Yes, Mira, yes, would be interested." <laughs> she was a full body fuck, yes, and I was like, "Okay, well, you can go," and I don't know if I'm gonna go yet. So I was still oh kind God. of like teetering with this and like wrestling with mm. it, you know. Um yeah. and then this is this is interesting. So what got me excited about it and this is it because it sweetened the deal. This is what got me more excited and then we found like what was actually true and what was resonant for this whole trip is that I turned to my other housemates because I live with there's five of us and I turned to Piney and Rob. And they hey, I shared with them up.
2: you broke up say that again. Okay.
1: I turned to my roommates Piney and Rob. Uh and I turned to them and and I said, do you guys want to go on this trip? because they seemed really alive from this. Like, as we were talking about it, they felt really like excited and alive. And I was like, do you guys want to go on this trip? And they're kind of, they're kind of like, Oh no. Oh no, 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 Oh no. You know, like that kind of thing where yeah. like, no, oh. we couldn't possibly go on the trip too. Like, it was like that, like we weren't invited, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't buy it. I can feel <laughs> desire. I can feel it. And it was uh-huh. what it came down to for them was like, where they weren't, letting themselves have it like they were like oh we couldn't come we weren't invited or like the financial commitment right the flights and the trip and Mm. theirs was like a a kind of uh, having this conversation where they weren't letting themselves have it and I was like oh but that that turned me on because I was like oh you guys are gonna have this so then they (laughs) said yes (laughs) you're like everyone's a yes except for me no I've gotten. That's what got me excited because you ladies know I mean I love community and I love standing right. for possibility and abundance and expansion, mm-hmm. especially in others mm-hmm. like that turns me on so then I'm sharing with them and we're talking about possibility and getting them excited and expanding what they see as possible so they say yes and then our fifth roommate comes home and mm-hmm. she's like, I was like, do you want to come too Taisha and she's <laughs> like, uh yes <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, so then funny. it was a whole party and we were like all expanding together. And I asked Sherry who invited us. I said, this seems, and I told her the whole story. And like, this is all happening in real time. You know, the fire is spreading. The fire of desire is spreading and we all, you know, everyone wants to come. Could we all come together? And she's like, I'm a full body. Yes. And I oh want you all gosh. here and let's do it. And I was like, oh, and what's so cool. Cause there was something happening for all of us, right? We were all getting worked by desire. And like, this was for the next day. So we were going to be getting on a plane the next day. Mm -hmm. So we all were looking at flights and all this. And, you know, Sherry was also getting worked because she wasn't planning to have five guests the next day, right? She was planning to have two guests a few days from now. And so this was like, she was getting worked and she told us also like her husband, Josh was really backing her and was like, yes, we'll make it work. We'll rearrange things. Aww. We'll have, we'll get, you know, we'll get extra support for the kids. Like he really trusts her desire and her intuition that had her invite us. Mm. And so oh it was really beautiful. God. Like he was backing her, which then helped mm. us be a yes. Cause she welcomed us so generously. And there were just so many elements to it. Um, I'll kind of pause with the story because then there's obviously the magic of the whole trip, which was absolutely unbelievable, but just getting there to that. Yes. And then, um, like there were so many magical things like my housemate, one of my housemates had a financial concern. And, and I was like, if you give this to yourself, the money's going to come. And he had just planned his first retreat. And so he said, yes, and he paid for it. And then when we were at the airport the next day, he got his first sign up. For the retreat. Oh my oh god. My gosh. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> yeah. Better and better. <laughs> <laughs> that is wow. I I'm just um I'm so present to how life giving desire is. You know, it's yes. just like every single time, mm. from all angles. If you have people that are all committed to following desire and are just willing to feel like kind of insane.
1: Yeah. And willing to be outrageous, right? Like that's how we are. We three are, we're so willing to be like outrageous and, you know, unreasonable and just like absurd when it comes to desire. And Mm -hmm. that, especially when you're with others who are willing to kind of walk that walk and and live that way, like you said, it is just the possibilities are truly endless. And the amount that we can receive and that we can have and we can experience is completely limitless. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, totally.
1: Whoa, Mm -hmm. giving up the form. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, oh, so then I'll just say, so then I had to let go of the other trip, right? So I had to call Mm -hmm. these people. right. So right, that was the next thing. I I, I was like, okay, you know, this is happening. I'm going, this is actually what feels most alive and most true and most, you know, aligned. So I'm surrendering. Let's do it. I've been, I've been asking God and spirit for help with this. And here we go. So who am I to deny this, this plan that's coming together so beautifully. So I sent audio messages to my friends and, you know, thanked them for their generosity in hosting me or planning to get together. And I shared I let them in like I really let them in on this whole ride that we had just gone mm-hmm. on, because to me, that also felt really generous because it had them see and feel, first of all, why I was canceling and like bailing, so mm-hmm. to speak, um, but right. also gave them a gift. In feeling right. the magic the that feel. we had just created, right, mm-hmm. and what just transpired as a result of this original mm-hmm. plan, this this cool. desire that I had for a trip, and they loved it. They all were like, "Wow, that sounds great! Like, feels so good to hear the story." Thank you for sharing. We'll see you when it's the right time. You know, it was great. So, oh my God, yeah, yeah that's just that's just the beginning, yeah. and then the amount of magic that then played out through the whole trip was just life giving, and it it started from from Sherry following her desire and that whisper she had to invite us and me following Mm -hmm. the desire to plan a trip and and create space for it. And then give my house permission to have it too.
2: Yeah. And I'm just so present to how, you know, in, in kind of the, the other paradigm, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the, the not desire led paradigm, um, you know, which is, which is, easy to fall into and, and how, you know, I spent the majority of my life living and certainly can, can fall into at times. It's like, you know, you would take the original trip.
0: Yeah. You said you would, because you said you would. And yeah. because
2: it's great. That's the right. thing. It's yes. like, that is what can be so, so challenging about this. is that it, it requires giving up good for mm. the unknown. Like you don't even know how, how good it's going to be at the time. And so it's, it's, yeah, it requires a real letting go and surrender yeah. and, and giving up and having to have those conversations. I mean, there's just so many points where it's confronting, you know, it's like, right. wait, but in your mind probably wanted to convince you, like you have this great house in San Francisco and like, it's all set and it's easy and you've already made plans. And like, surely that is the way to go, but actually the path of least resistance is to follow the thing. And and this is the language that we use is, um, what has the most sensation.
1: Right. Because in your body, what creates the most sensation in your body,
2: right? What lights you up, what feels turned on, even if there's some aversion, right. Which can be like, I don't want to call them. I don't want to cancel. Like it's way more confronting. There was also, I, I remember you sharing, there was an aspect of this where it was like, wait, I'm going to go into the freezing cold in Minnesota. Like, well, exactly. Like it was, was going to be cold in San Francisco, but like 40, you know. Yeah, and I, went I got it deeper. It's like, why would you go to Minnesota in we January? Landed. It's not like going to Mexico, you know, it, it was
1: negative it's, it's... two when we landed. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it it's not the sense. picture. Of what it's on I the picture, my it doesn't make
2: be. logical sense. If you try right. to th- think about it in your mm. mind, your mind would probably tell you to, you know, do the trip that makes more sense for sure. Um, totally. but it's not where the not where the juice is. And our bodies know that. That's the thing. Our bodies don't lie. And right. and it's contagious. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing. Your roommates felt. Like, yes, they right. they saw something for themselves, but ultimately it's like you know, you could all feel that they're responding to you. They're responding to the, 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 um, yeah, the whole feeling of the whole trip.
0: Mm. Yeah. totally. Well, and, and I want to just speak to the piece about like, for anyone out there, that's like, wait, but like, what about your integrity and your word? And like this whole thing about like, you said you would go to San Francisco. And like Ellie said, it's a great option. You know, this is like where feminine integrity comes into play. And it's not about just saying, oh, bye. Like, okay, bye, Felicia. On to the next. Mm-hmm. It's at like what I really heard in your share, you know, is the like being in, in relationship, taking responsibility, really like owning that and honoring the connection that you
1: had with That's that right. original plan. Yes. Right. And, and I really right. did like I truly yeah. owned the impact and and not everyone yeah. does that but I like in messaging them I'm like and I really own the impact on you guys for how you've opened and maybe rearranged some of your plans to right. so let me be at the house and like without making myself wrong, but really being responsible for, yes, I am changing this plan and I am changing it last minute and it feels good and there's an impact. So how can I do this responsibly and with turn on and joy while also, you know, knowing that other people are impacted by this change of plans? And they loved that. Like the mom and daughter duo who, you know, who who Mm. live at that house, like the mom was still going to be in Hawaii. The daughter was coming home from Hawaii to at that around the same time as I was coming and it worked out. They're like, oh, we love this message. This sounds great. We're disappointed. We can't see you. But the daughter was like, I'm going to stay in Hawaii longer then, so this works out. Like, so it was all perfect. Mm. Right. But they really appreciated how I did handle it and communicate and Mm. clean things up. And so I love that you brought in, you know, this, the teaching of, of masculine integrity versus feminine integrity, which I know we all teach about and value the difference between the two masculine being just, you know, doing what you're expected to do or doing what you've said you'll do, which is important and valuable and feminine Mm -hmm. integrity is owning what your body is wanting, what feels right and true, what your body is needing and being responsible for it. So it's not just like blowing things off, right? Oh, I don't feel yeah. like it. My body doesn't feel like it. I'm a no, bye. Right. That's not it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And
2: yeah, and I'll just add, you know, that's so wonderful that they were, you know, that they responded positively. Sometimes people don't, you know, and I I've gone through this with my, my mom at different times. Um, we actually had a trip planned in December. Um, we were supposed to go on a trip with Rob's mom and that's my husband's mom and my grandmother and our, and my parents and Rob's mom and my grandmother, like love each other. It's really cute. And Rob's mom lives in England and she was going to come over. And unfortunately, um, pretty early on, this was like August. She, she communicated that she wasn't going to be able to come. She had some health stuff happening and she wasn't going to be able to come. And as soon as that happened, the trip fell off like it just felt like such all the planning. It was like such an Mm. effort. And it was, you know, and, um, and on paper, it sounded amazing. It was like the Bahamas in December and beautiful and all this. And at a certain point, I, you know, I, I just felt it so deeply and I had to call my mom and say, listen, is there a way that we could, you know, like cancel this reservation that we have? Like, what would that look like? This, this really doesn't feel right to me. I don't think that this trip is meant to happen in the form that, that we had originally planned. And she was so disappointed Mm. when I called her to say that, you know, she she was really, really disappointed. And for Mm. me, it's so hard to be with, you know, disappointing other people. And I really had to stay, connected to and this comes up for me in my relationship with my mom like staying connected to this trust that i get that you're disappointed right now and i really believe that this is going to be for the best of everyone involved like this just isn't just about me like i feel that it's not on but like i trust that it's really for the best of everyone that this you know happen in a different form and mm-hmm. um She always, I mean, my mom's great. She always like does what she needs to do to, you know, get, get, get right with whatever's happening. And I mean, she, both of her daughters are fully on a design. Led path. So this happens to our poor woman
0: constantly. <laughs> 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 she's gotten to
2: oh. it. continues yeah, to have yeah. to your yeah. desire. But, and it and it worked out beautifully. You know, they got to go yeah. on this trip with their friends. And, you know, in retrospect, she's like, that was the best thing that could have happened. We all met in Sedona for Christmas. But I just wanted to share that. Yeah. You know, as an example of like, sometimes there is pushback or you might, you, you might be met with, with disappointing people and that can be really hard. And, um, it doesn't mean that you've done the wrong thing or, you know, cause I used to fold at that. It was like, oh my God, I'm going to disappoint people. Well, then I better move through with it. But ultimately it was not best for everyone involved. I would be in situations where I was like, why didn't I listen to myself? This was not the right thing. And I let my, you know, people pleasing codependence run the show and now everybody's suffering.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's a really, well, it's really advanced to, you know, as we would call it like an advanced it is. practice. But if you're listening pose. to this
2: podcast,
1: if you're listening
2: to this podcast, you're on this path. And so, what it, it what it means is that you're probably you've probably got to be the one to hold the what we say hold the pole of this with the people right. in your life. Like I can't expect my the people in my life to be as tuned in necessarily to to this we call it the spot, you know, to the to the thing that wants to unfold. Like I can only listen to that in my own body and claim, you know, share and it communicate that. Um, but it it's like. If you're waiting for someone else to do it, that's probably never going to happen. Not going to happen.
1: Not going to happen. Yep. Yep. Not going to happen. Well, do you have any experience with this, Caitlin? Because I just no, feel I like have, you might imagine. have a few stories up your sleeve <laughs> that you can relate to this with. <laughs> I don't know
0: anything about this surrender thing you speak of (laughs) or desire or being unattached to a form. Oh God.
2: Let's hear about your dating. I'm like, like, I feel like
1: your dating is the most like I mean, that's what inspirational. It's so inspirational. And talk about surrender And and letting go of the form for the better thing, for the greater, for the unknown
2: and then desire
1: for something. Totally. Yeah, it is. I mean, wow.
0: My dating life has been the ultimate surrender practice, you know? And what I can see now is that I really spent like most of my twenties and my early thirties, just like, dating men and being attached to like, what am I going to like? Can I get something here? Are we going to get married? Is he going to be the father of my children? Whether I was saying that or not for so long, Mm. I just was so tight and so tightly attached to Mm. like some futuristic ideal thing Mm. that was not actually like grounded in the truth or reality. And probably
2: also kept you from being
0: present, really yeah, present with present.
2: what is. Right. Because yeah. that's like an attachment to a future thing as right. opposed to like what is happening now. Right. Which is what yeah. I've so seen you step into.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's like, if your attention, the other thing is like, if your attention is on some future thing that you're attached to, you can't put your attention on another person in a meaningful way right. well or done. even on yourself, you know? It just yeah. completely yeah. gets in the way of connection. Yeah. And so, you know, that was just, that's the thing I'm present to now. Hindsight is 2020, Um, But, you know, at the beginning of last Last year at the beginning of 2021, you know, I was really like, okay, I, I feel so ready for my life partner. Like I'm ready to have it all. And I've been, you know, I've been really like doing the spiritual work, you know? And, um, and so I remember at your all's retreat in, when was that? March, April, April. whenever that was April. April. yeah, I was um I was teaching about of course desire. <laughs> and that was really the first time I said in like a public setting like this year, I am manifesting and creating like lifetime partnership with someone like I am creating this and oh my God, it was so crazy because I was teaching about like a lover, like a connection that I had with a lover. Okay. Not even like, not someone who's like relevant in my search for life partnership. Um, but you know, I was just so willing to just say, like, I even said to the women, I was like, this is so confronting for me to say this to you right now, you know, because there's all those thoughts of like, well, what if I don't create this Mm. or what if I fall on my face and what if, what if, what if, what if, and the truth is like the thing I learned over and over is that I did fall on my face Mm. like every day, (laughs) I went on dates that were, some were like kind of terrible.
1: <laughs>
0: you know? But uh-huh. the thing is like that I starting in April and May, um, sort of similar to what you said, Amy, you know, it was like my spiritual practice was the thing that I stayed anchored into. And like starting in May, I could like feel the free energetic frequency of my partner. Like in my meditations, I just kept calling that in, you know, and I would go on a weird date and then be like, okay, I got to clear this out of my system. You know, and I was just like working my spiritual tools, you know, and then it was like, whoa, okay. I can feel him coming closer to me. Oh my God. And, and so I didn't know, like, what does he look like? What is his profession? What is his age? Where does he live? Like, I didn't know any of these things, but I knew that feeling in my body and like, literally like in my aura, I could just sense what it was going to feel like to be in that partnership. Mm-hmm. And so over and over again, it was like, oh, you know, let me go down this rabbit hole and that rabbit hole and whatever. Right. But I just kept getting closer. Um, and the other thing is that I really asked for a lot of support. So, number one, from God, but number two, from like community, you know, mm-hmm. I asked our friends, Ilanit and Segev, I was like, can we create a love container? because i so admire their relationship you know yeah and um i was like i just want a place to be witnessed and backed and i knew it was actually really important like to have a couple backing me. Mm. So I, you know, it's like, I've always had, not always, but especially in the past few years, I've always had sisters backing me, but it was like a new level of having this to ask a couple that I admire, like, will you back me? Will you help me like stay sober, stay on my feet, remember who I am and remember my desire? Mm.
1: And whoa. Emotionally sober, just for context. Exactly. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) You don't really need help staying regular sober, Caitlin. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. (laughs) pretty Just for clarification. Uh, Sometimes we say things and it's like we get it, but people need context. Oh, my God. But yeah, staying emotionally sober, like in your highest and best, and having them reflect to you. Like if you are going into fantasy or going a little crazy or getting attached or getting whatever, staying emotionally sober and grounded and centered
0: right yeah exactly and um and so you know i just totally let go and i just allowed like i remember this distinct moment um where i was like oh my god like i really went down after this one date i was like this guy made me frozen vegetables and you know just it was like what is happening it took me several hours to get his energy out of my out of my energy field you know um, but I just remember after that point, like resetting my energy and actually just allow, like saying to myself, you know what, I'm just going to like, let myself just be delighted. Like, I'm just going to, whatever happens what from here on out, like, I'm just going to let men delight me and I'm going to open my heart and my pussy to that kind of energy. Um, how did it go? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Oh, sorry. There's one other thing, which is that, um, my teacher, she gave me, uh, this piece about like basically like surrendering to the idea that I could be alone forever. (laughs) And that was like, like, she was like, yeah, what, what did you just let go of this whole thing entirely? And that was when like literally three or four days later, that's when I like went to this Tantra speed date event. And I met my now partner angel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I just totally let go. I was like, oh yeah, wait, I could just be alone forever. Oh my God. And there was like so much freedom in that rather than that being like a trap. Mm -hmm. It was actually like, oh, oh, that's a possibility. Anything's a possibility. Mm. and and so here's the thing with desire when you fully let go of it you can Mm. actually have it oh mic drop (laughs) yeah Mm. and so then you know I meet this amazing man but I didn't know he was amazing at the time like I was like okay he looks cool you know but like we're all wearing masks and we're at a tantra speed dating event it's kind of you know it's bizarre right and, um, and, and so he ended up, you know, asking me on a date and like, I find out he lives in Santa Barbara and like my heart sank. I'm like, oh. okay. for, for people who don't know California, yeah. how far is that from it's, LA? It's like, it's like two, 90 minutes to two hours, you know? And so I'm, I'm like, oh, and you okay, didn't, so I just you didn't
2: like, know at the time that Santa yeah. Barbara is like, it was like heaven so on, on earth. <laughs> yeah. Heaven on earth. I also, it was just.
0: Some random place two hours
2: away. (laughs) Some random place two hours away. I
0: also didn't know that this is like the most deeply spiritual, amazing, grounded man with the most fucking amazing attention like of my life. You know, like I just did not know. (laughs) But once again, I just opened my heart and I was like, I'm going to let myself be delighted. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it just from there, it's like I every step of the way with him, like I just got to be delighted and then to bring it full circle right to this, like surrendering to the energy and giving it over to God, I like after our first date, like we, um, spent some time on my couch. He gave me like a little, little massage, a little, maybe 10 minute massage. And then I just like laid back in his arms. And in that moment, I was like, holy shit, this is the energy that I've been feeling since May. Wow. 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 And I'm like, oh, I just you know had a little reading with one of our new energy uh energy readers a couple of days ago and you know he confirmed like I know this, but it's so validating to hear it from another party like he just so confirmed he was like, oh yeah, you called him in like you manifested him mm-hmm. Yeah and and that was when I was like I just said to him like to, to angel on our first date I was like, oh oh. Okay, yes, like this energy. Like, I could, I forget. Like, I just said something like, I could just bathe in this forever. Mm. Like, I love being in your energy field.
1: Mm. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and when was that compared to now? Like, how long like, ago?
0: Yeah, that was like four months ago. Mm. Yeah. And you just spent the holidays. Oh yeah. We just spent
2: families and you're
0: about to move in and yeah, we're just like planning our lives together. You know, Mm -hmm. we're just so aligned and he, you know, we're so, we're both so committed to divinity. Mm -hmm. Like that's just who we are and who we are for each other too. And so, yeah, we're just creating this whole life and we're like surrendered, you know, we're like, oh yeah, we're clear. We're like, we're going to have babies. We're going to get married. Like we're, we're just so clear on all of these things, but again, to bring it back to the surrender practice of all of it, we're just like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll just know Mm. there's no, like, I got to have the baby. I mean, I'm 37 times a chicken, but it's like there's actually no specific timetable or this needs to happen in this order or whatever. We're just both committed to like, Oh yeah. What like, it's just going to evolve and unfold. And, Mm -hmm. and then when whatever's resonant, we will just let that come through. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when he asked me, would you like to be my girlfriend? (sighs) (laughs) it was like that was the resonant thing in the moment you know yeah so I just trust like and I trust his leadership and I surrender to his leadership which you know that is a real ego death
1: (laughs) major (laughs) practice
2: major practice yeah especially when you're such a
1: leader I mean I feel that so much when you're a leader it's like Man, is it an ego death over and over again to let another person lead, let alone a man, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like our conditioning is so like, we're independent, we stay in charge, you you know, take yeah. care of yourself, do what you want. You don't need a man. Yeah. That's the, that's the yeah. deep conditioning. And so mm-hmm. to actually need a man, to actually allow ourselves to need <sighs> men and to be led by men and to have men protect and provide and love us is like, it goes against so much of what we've learned and yet feels so good. I love that you're doing that and having that Kaylin. Oh (laughs)
2: yeah. And it's been (laughs) so amazing to watch you over the years, you know, all the work Mm. that you've done around dominance and submission, you know, if Mm -hmm. anyone Mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, the BDSM work, you know, king. Yeah. Um, just seeing you dive into these different practices and explorations with having no idea where they were going to lead you. And probably on some level being like, I know I want babies and to get married and what, but like, but you know, this, it's clearly the thing right now is for me to go down this path that I don't know where, how it's going to lead me to those Mm -hmm. things. And so this is just, it's so cool to me to see you integrating all mm. of these different practices you've had and roads you've gone down and mm. explorations you've you've gone on into this relationship mm. and you had had no idea at the time how how that would serve hey.
0: the yeah. thing that you
2: ultimately wanted. You just let yourself let go again and again.
0: Totally. Yeah. It's like the vision that I had of marriage and babies like five years ago it is just so yeah. is so different yeah. than what Angel and I are creating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I am the pussy fountain of wealth, you know, and we are both serving whatever wants to come through my pussy. I could have never said that (laughs) or even imagined that like before doing any of these paths. And so thank God you didn't have it then. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I'm like if I had if somebody had actually if I had been able to manipulate someone into marrying me. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um like I say that as slightly a joke and slightly not. Right. Um, well, there's a level of truth to it just cuz you know how yeah. like manipulative and controlling yeah. you used to be. So there's a level really? of truth to it for sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's just like, "Whoa, I just know." I'm like that like I was a very different person and like that just that re- Relation just wouldn't be resonant anymore, you know? So it's so perfect that like, I just feel so backed by God and the universe, you know, that I am like 37 and single, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, this is actually what it was going to take for me to eventually truly have what I want and desire.
2: And another thing I just want to add here is like, you did so much work around your relationship with your dad yeah. leading up to this that totally. I think just mm-hmm. from over here, just from over here. Um, do you want me to say, should I say that again? Cause I was far away. Yeah, I was pretty
1: quiet. From the I'd 19th. say it again.
2: Okay. Um, the other thing I just want to reflect here, um, cause I've, you know, been, connected to you through this last year. And this whole journey is you did so much work on your relationship with your dad leading up to Mm -hmm. being ready, right. For this level of intimacy and connection with a man, um, Mm -hmm. deep healing and just like in, it ended up in person with him, right? Like like saying things that you had never said to him and opening your heart to him and I just, Mm -hmm. as an observer, I, it seems to me that this is deeply connected, that you weren't actually ready for this level of Mm -hmm. receiving from, from a man until you had fully like, yeah. I mean, it's never fully right. We're always going through different, but, but you really prioritize that and move to a very different place with it
0: than than you'd ever been. Oh my gosh. Yes. That, um, (gasps) Oh yeah. Just real quick.
2: Just that mm -hmm. sometimes that's what blocks us. Right. right? We, and we don't realize it's like, wait, I want this thing so bad. And I keep manifesting it and I keep visualizing it and feeling the energy of it. But like, why isn't it happening? And often there's deeper healing that needs to happen in order to make the space for
0: it. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes we just can't like, can't really see that, but it's like, Mm -hmm. if this thing is coming up over and over for you, It's like, yeah, there's something to look at. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. Yeah. I just want to
2: share one quick thing before we, I know we need to wrap here, but, um,
0: we got time. Okay. We got 10 whole minutes. <laughs> we, L- we are abundant. L- <laughs> we want to hear about your surrender it- practice and the give RV us the juice Ellie
2: and okay. Opie, okay. Okay, motherhood, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: Well, as you were sharing about, um, you know, feeling into the energy of, of angel and, you know, that, I, I just got something new on my own journey, which is that around the end of 2019, it was like I just turned 30. And mm-hmm. I've lived in cities since I graduated from college and I couldn't get to New York fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I've like loved cities and I lived in New York and I lived in L- you know I've lived in LA for years. and it was like the second I turned 30, my body, Was like, get me out of here. And it was right before COVID started. And so basically, 2020, I was tortured. You know, it was like this, I could feel my body asking for something different. And of course, my default when I'm in that discomfort is to control. Mm. And I I've played out, so it's been, it was two years that I have played out this control pattern around home. Mm. And oh my God, the the hours I've spent, you know, on Zillow and obsessing about where yeah. are we gonna live? Because Rob and I can't could live anywhere, you know. It's it's um this blessing and also a curse that we we you know we can live anywhere. So anyway, so I was kind of stuck during COVID, whatever. We ended up moving from Venice to Hollywood, which for anyone who knows LA is like we moved into the belly of the beast. And we kind of thought it was going to be more we're Hollywood Hills. It was kind of nature. Oh my God. It got so much worse. I couldn't (laughs) access nature. I I couldn't even the beach all the stuff. Like I used to go to the beach. I couldn't even go to the beach really. And Uh, Kayla and I did plant medicine in February and it, it was like, I needed to be held in nature Mm. and I, and I couldn't access it. I literally used to go to Griffith park and sit in like pee dog, pee covered grass just Mm. to like put my feet in earth. So anyway, (laughs) It wasn't revealing itself where we were supposed to be. And I just kept handing it over. I'm like, God, please. I just feel so tortured by this. And I know that that I can't figure it out. That's very clear. Like I cannot, if I could, I would have. Like I cannot force my way out of this. And Rob and I ended up getting an RV. So in October, we moved into this RV and the plan was kind of like, okay, let's go. It, it actually took a major surrender on my part to just get completely give up mm-hmm. ever knowing where we were going to live. I'm like, all right, it, actually, maybe it's just that we're nomadic and we live nowhere. And that's yeah. just, maybe that's, that's it. just what it is. Like maybe yeah. that's it. And so <laughs> we move into this RV and I immediately got pregnant. Oh my God. <laughs> like literally basically the first weekend we spent in the RV, we went up to big bear oh my and gosh. I was impregnated.
0: Oh my and gosh. That's which, the energy of letting go. Yes. Which yes. ultimately
2: I know now was the greater desire. Like, it, like, yes, there's this aspect about where we're going to live, but I, I, yes, I do think that the surrender of the totally letting go ever knowing or ever having a home allowed this to to happen so almost immediately you know we're in the we we're in the rv for 2 months and i was like no this is just this is this is not
1: not it. This is not working.
2: <laughs> I am like nauseous and I need a place to do Zoom calls. Rob's making his smoothie while I'm in the kitchen of the RV. Like it's just two entrepreneurs and a pregnant first trimester. It just was, you know, it was fun for a month and then it and then it was and then it, it was over. Um, and so we had a retreat in Ohio in November. And I just felt so good there. And I said to Rob at one point, I need a base. And I was so, my number one commitment was that I do this differently than I had ever done finding a home, that I had done it over those two years than I had done. I was like, I am only going to do this in a surrendered place, like in connection, in partnership with something greater, like God, where do you want me to be? And you can guide me. You can show me like you are at the wheel. And I ended up asking our retreat photographer, if she knew anyone in Ojai who was renting a place or if she could help me, I was like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going on Airbnb. I'm not going on Zillow. I'm just, this is if that, if, God wants this to happen. It's going to happen through someone just giving me a house.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So I asked her. Yeah. Well, I was going to say and and that's basically what happened. That's literally what happened. So I
2: asked her and she I think posted in a Facebook group or something. Anyway, she connected me to three people and one of them has the cutest little house. And we have it for 4 months. And it is a two minute drive from the most gorgeous walk you've ever seen. Uh, I went there yesterday. I take my walk with my shoes off because I'm a hippie. Oh, hi, pregnant woman now.
1: Oh, (laughs) and it just feels you better be wearing your overalls. (laughs)
2: and I, I literally, my body was like, take your shoes off. It was like a yearning. It's like, put your feet in the earth. And it's all this kind of soft dirt, the path. And I stood there and it was like 4 PM with the sun kind of low in the sky and just, just cradled by mountains. And I was like, I feel like nature is making love to me right now. Oh, like wow. that is how pleasurable my God. this feels to my system. Oh. And the light and the feel. And I like pull up my belly and let the sun, you know, I went there on oh Sunday and like laid on a rock. There's a creek. It's it's idyllic. I'm like oh, wow. this was my dream. But I don't, we don't own a house. You know, it's like all these things that I thought that I needed to feel to, 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 be a mom. Honestly, I had a whole like thing yeah. in my head of what I needed to be a mom and the perfect house. And then, nah, nah, nah. and it's like, Oh my God, I don't have any of that. And, and thank God, you know, cause honestly, what feels so good right now is the freedom too. I'm like, okay, so we have this house for four months and where are we going to go after that? And, you know, yep. and, and the, the thing that I am getting from this conversation is like, the true deep desire was the nature part. Mm. And all mm-hmm. the other stuff was just attachments yeah. that I had to let go of in order to, mm. to have it.
1: Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so powerful. And just the, the, and, and what a, what a huge letting go, you know, letting go of your life in LA and this vision of what you thought it needed to look like, or, you know, staying close to your sisters and thinking that you were going to go on the RV and be gone for even a year, maybe right. Having this new vision with the RV and Rob's desire for that, that you totally surrendered to. And then to two months later, be like, actually, this isn't resonant. This isn't aligned Mm -hmm. to be willing. You know, it's the same thing as my trip to San Francisco. It was like, we had this great plan and we got this gorgeous RV and like, we're excited and we've shared about it. And everyone knows we're doing this now. And like, it's a great plan to then be so honest with yourself and with your partner, the way that you were with your mom about that trip to say, actually, this isn't on and i know it and i can feel it in my body and i know that following this truth this inner whisper this inner knowing my desire is going to be for the highest and best for everyone involved and to mm-hmm. to share that with rob and to have him be yes to you know finding a ba- home base and then you two finding this house and having it furnished and having it made ready for you, and like the ease that you've gotten to experience having that home base and only being two hours from LA. So you can still mm-hmm. come here. It's like the best of both worlds having it all. And like you said, the door is open for four months mm-hmm. later. You get to choose where to next or if you'd like to stay, and the possibilities are endless it's, it's so beautiful, but you only have all of that because you are willing to follow your, the whisper of desire, your inner knowing that truth yeah. that you could feel in your body.
2: Thank you so much for that reflection. And yeah, the, the last thing I'll share is just that I had a conversation with my coach, um, as I was going through this, cause I'm like, oh my God, this is going to like break Rob's heart. I mean, he's spent the last, four months, just getting this thing so ready to go. But as soon as we were ready to set off, we were going to do a cross country trip. It was just like such a clear, and he knew it too. You know, this is the thing we're both in this right. practice and, you know, our commitment is to finding the, the resonant thing. Um, and what I, what I, what my coach reflected and what I had to just keep coming back to is like, there's gotta be a win-win win here. Cause we have the baby too. You know, it's like, what is the, what is the win, win, win for, for me, for the life growing inside of me and for Rob and, and holding that as the commitment is like, mm-hmm. this isn't just about, okay, now we're going to do this and forget your plan or, you know, it, it's not about me being selfish either. Although it does require that at times, right. Tuning into like, what, what, it what do I want? Um, but really try that there's a way, even if I don't always see it, I can't see it yet, that there's a way for it to be a win, win, win mm-hmm. for everyone. And that shifted so much for me. Um, and, and also allowed it to, to come mm. through and it is, he's got, Oh my God, he found a RV storage 10 minutes from our house. Oh,
1: He's Perfect. taking oh. it to the
2: racetrack this weekend. Like it's, you know, it's like we can take it for adventures. Yeah, you freaking California. It's like, California. It. It's like there, yes. there's, it, there's no loss. You know, it's like, right. What is the downside of having a base and an RV? That's a great. That's a great it's situation. A great situation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now you can take your RV to go visit Caitlin and Angel in Santa Barbara, yes! once they're settled. And, and then, exactly, and then I'm like, this is the other magical thing. I know we need to wrap, but like.
2: You know, Kaylin's moving to Santa Barbara, which is 40 minutes away. And yeah. you know, we we it, this is the thing about desire is that as you listen to it, the world kind of arranges yeah, it itself, it moves. I have yeah, friends who are like, I want to come to Ojai for January and hang out. And yeah, we just don't be know. What's sisterhood,
0: unfold. Yeah, sisterhood little hangs up in Ojai, Santa Barbara area. Yeah, Thank you very right. much
2: and everyone will probably move here yeah exactly <laughs>
0: that's that is my that is my master master plan and if anybody can can uh get those
1: people in it's you and me ellie it's you and me gonna say we got that's two right. powerful magnets moving to the same vicinity so we'll see who you know who ventura then...
2: county is the place to be
1: yep well
0: this
2: was yep. an oh, absolute
0: blast so much fun oh, my gosh. Thank you all so much. This was so nourishing. I feel like I'm now like caught up with you all to a certain extent. I know. Before we have our sisterhood weekend this weekend.
1: That's right. Yeah. Um, Uh, Thank you all for listening to the Desire on Fire podcast and any way you want it podcast. mm -hmm. So fun to do a (laughs) co-created episode that gets to be on both platforms. Uh, And we'll see you all next week. Bye everyone. Thank you so
0: much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kailynmcduff.com. See you next time.